You're listening to Charleston's retirement coach, Brandon Bowen. Brandon, have you and Stacy decided on your New Year's Eve plans? We have. We're, we, uh, we're going to be with some really good friends, and we're going to add this on to our Christmas travel plans okay. uh, into Atlanta. So we're going to do Christmas with my family, huge family, like 20 people, and then uh, go see some friends. It's a time of year of where folks, as we wind down the end of the year, are thinking about New Year's resolutions. So, Brandon, I actually asked some folks out and about what they were trying to resolve for 2020. Here's what they had to say. Spend more time with my kids and grandkids. Saving money. I want to play more tennis so I can get in better shape this year, and I want to save more. Oh, gosh, I would love to retire with full benefits. My New Year's resolution is to rebuild our savings. We just remodeled our house, uh, so now we need to focus on saving lots of money. (laughs) Heard some emotional things in there, some physical fitness things, some financial things. What about you, Brandon? Any resolutions you're making for 2020? Well, I would say that last girl, I relate to her more because we we just moved Mm -hmm. just down the street a bit in Mount Pleasant. And so I would say, yeah, I want to rebuild my savings back up. Uh, yeah, moving costs a lot of money. That's for sure. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that. And then I finally have a garage. Uh, before, <laughs> it was like a, a one-car detached garage. is really small. And so now it's it's an elevated house. So the garage is like the footprint of the house. So I've got all this room. And so I want to get all that organized. So that would be the first thing. But secondly, Kristen, I feel like in my life here just of late, there's been a lot of change that mm-hmm. I didn't foresee. Yes. You know, I didn't foresee it. Like, like I just said, we moved. If you had asked me last year, Hey, you know, are you going to move? I'm like, no, I, our house is fine. It's, mm-hmm. But so that it just, you know, things worked out for it. The second thing, big change that has been in my life is just one of my very best friends was in a motorcycle wreck. Yes. And, he's a mutual friend of ours. He's yeah, such a good guy. And I, oh, so worried about him there for quite a while. I mean, you went and stayed with him in the hospital, the whole family mm-hmm. making sure they had everything they needed. Yeah. It's like we make all these plans, but then God has his plans. You That's know? very true. And on one hand, yeah, I, I do want to, yes, I need to organize the garage and rebuild savings and, and do those plans here. But man, it's life can throw some curveballs. It sure can. Mm. It's a great time of year, though, to think about those resolutions. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Changes you want to make. What about the financial part? A lot of people thinking about that. And self-proclaimed IRA expert Ed Slot has a few financial resolutions that he says could improve our, guess what, retirement. Contribute to a Roth IRA tax-free. Convert to a Roth IRA. And make sure you're working with an advisor who has the required education and works for you. All everybody talks about these days is Roth conversions with hmm. tax rates being low. So should that be on our radar for financial resolutions? Yeah, absolutely. I totally believe that. And and one thing I picked up right on the end there, he said, make sure you're working with an advisor mm-hmm. who's had the proper training. And so what he's basically saying there is make sure you work with somebody who doesn't only just do stocks and bonds okay. Okay, in the market. And so that's typically what you might find with a broker or somebody there is it's just, that's it, stocks and bonds. And they don't look at all the other financial tools and strategies that are out there. And for example, I've got some new clients that came to one of my uh, tax efficiency workshops that we did about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, they live up in Somerville. And so they came down to this workshop and and then uh, really liked everything we talked about. Is a lot of high-level view on tax changes, brackets, and, and different moves and things that uh, could potentially work for anyone. 
And so they came in to the office and they said, hey, Brandon, as we head here into 2020, we want to look at, hey, what are several moves that that we might consider? And we want to have a good idea of what we like. And we want to be able to take that to our CPA when we okay. meet with them for the tax planning for last year, right? Mm-hmm. And I told them that that's great, right? You're being proactive here. You're, you're thinking, okay, what are some things that we can do moving forward? Because Kristen, what we find is when people, their CPA, they're looking backwards mm-hmm. a year, right? They, you go in and you take in all your W-2s and 1099s. They're and, making sure that we pay our fair share with Uncle Sam. That's right. Of, that's right. They, in the past. <laughs> yes. They, they look at everything they said and it's almost like, okay, what's the damage, right? How much mm-hmm. do we owe? Did we pay in enough? And, and uh, you, you know, just get frustrated or you're happy or whatever, but they're looking backwards of what's happened in, in uh, last year. What do we owe this year? Well, we believe that financial advisors, it's our job to look forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. We want to look at the next year. Okay, considering where we were last year in, in 2019, and as we look forward here to 2020, what are some moves, what are some tax-efficient plays that you can make? And so I want to give you just a few things to consider. This is what we we told them, and they're going to take this back to their advisor. Okay. So they were still working, okay, just the right at this very end. So they kind of are talking about both of these. But if you're still working, we recommend that you contribute only what they match at your work. I think Dave Ramsey even says that. That's right. That's right. Well, let me quantify here. We say only do what they match if you are married and you've saved about $600,000. Okay. So far, so if you've got about 600,000 or more and you're married, you don't want to go more than that because you are adding to a problem that you're going to have, okay? okay. You're adding to a tax problem there. So if you're single, just cut it in half. So about 300000 So if you've got more than that, then only do what they match and then look at those Roth IRA contributions. Start contributing to that Roth here. Okay. Um, so that's if you're working. Now, if you're already retired, here's some things that we talked about at the classes. We laid out a strong case on why we believe taxes, tax brackets are going to go up in the future. Okay tax bracket. And and I always survey the class. I'm like, okay, raise your hands. Anyone in here, if you think taxes are going to go down even further over the next 10 to 20 years, and like no hand goes up ever. So that's a pretty strong consensus there. Whenever I do these classes, everybody believes that taxes are most likely going to go up large part because of our social security, Medicare, Medicaid, and just the interest on the debt. Those four things are ballooning out of control. And so the government's going to have to bring in more money. So they either got to spend less or tax more. And uh, and we all, I hadn't seen them spend less in it a long, long no, time, right? they don't operate on a budget like the rest of us. I don't know if they've ever spent less, you know, underspent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so with that assumption, if you believe taxes are going to go up, even if you think taxes are going to be the same, this works. Okay, so if you believe taxes are going to be the same or go up in the future, then we say, hey, you need to make sure that you use up all the available space within your current tax bracket. Okay. If you fall in the 12% tax bracket, how much income can you bring in and still only pay 12 before you would jump up to 22? Okay. okay? It's simple. It's like if you were to go on a road trip and you only fill up your gas tank halfway. I mean, that's I wouldn't that's do that. No, of course I'm going to fill up. It's a road trip. I want to go yeah. as far as I can. What if I don't pass a gas station in an appropriate right. amount of time? Yeah, fill it all up. By the up way, as- whenever you forget to get gas and that happens, and you're like, oh my gosh, I have not seen an exit on I-20, which is usually what happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> not right here in the low country. There's more oh. exits more often, but 
That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And then the one you get to, it's like you're overpaying big time because uh-huh. they're the only one right there. Right. It's crazy. So or we top it off and now I do too much and I start spilling it all the time. But anyway, uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, you want to use up all the available space in that current tax bracket there. So if you've got extra room of, of maybe $30,000, well, right there is what Ed Slot's talking about is we might want to do a Roth conversion. Okay? okay. And so my clients, they're going to take that guidance back to their CPA and say, hey, do you agree with this plan? We, we believe we're going to have about $30,000 of, of room left over still in this. They were in the 22% tax bracket, and they're not going to be any lower than that because they got real nice, consistent, steady income set up. CPA, do you agree? Should we do this $30,000 Roth conversion? You know, since we believe taxes are going to be higher or even the same, if they're the same down the road, I would rather want to make my growth, my gains inside of a Roth IRA that's completely tax-free, right? As opposed to leaving it over into my tax-deferred IRA. Okay. Because if we leave it over there, we're growing ours and the government's money. We still have to pay taxes on those gains. So let's get it over to the Roth IRA, pay off the government, pay those taxes. And then for the rest of your life, that money inside the Roth IRA is going to be tax-free as it's growing. It's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. And then the last thing they're going to consider there is their long-term capital gains. They've got a lot of long-term capital gains in their portfolio. And I said, did you guys even know that right now, almost $80,000 a year of long-term capital gains is tax-free? Hmm. And like, whoa, 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 hang on. Is, is this a new thing? I've never heard this. And I, you know, I pulled it up and I showed him and I said, yeah, for, for married filing jointly, almost $80,000. So some of these gains that you guys have here, long-term capital gains, let's go ahead and sell some. Let's sell high. Markets are at all-time highs. Let's sell some now, take some tax-efficient moves now, and pay no taxes on that. I like that. Taxes and retirement, a big deal. And there's so many intricate details. That's why it's confusing to the rest of us. It's important that you have a CPA on your side for sure. But Brandon, as a financial advisor, is focused on the future of your taxes and retirement. You can always connect, of course, at bowenfinancialgroup.com. And as we're talking about taxes here, Brandon, I saw an interesting article in Fox Business saying that some of the world's richest people are stockpiling gold as a way of avoiding a wealth tax and as a hedge against a global recession. Hmm. Precious metals as part of our portfolio, it's possible. I mean, especially if you watch late night TV, there are always those (laughs) washed up TV stars telling us that this is the way to go. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, we use it inside of our portfolios. We don't have physical gold Mm -hmm. that they're talking about. These companies, you know, like you said, you know, they're paying these actors and washed up TV stars to do that, obviously. (laughs) And let me be very clear. I'm pretty much washed up already, so I shouldn't be (laughs) so negative, but you know what I'm saying. But you're a TV star? (laughs) No, just in general washed up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, but we do use them inside of our portfolios and we use them more as to have the opposite position as maybe the stock market. Okay. Right. So So you're uh, using it as more of a hedge against, you know, a downturn in the mm -hmm. market, not for this tax thing that some people are doing. That's right. As we're recording the show, you know, our portfolios, we we don't have that position just yet. But, you know, if the markets, if the S&P's in a volatile time when it's starting to go down, it's not a bad idea to have that because it's usually like the mirror opposite. Right. Mm -hmm. If stocks are falling, your gold and silver and such agriculture goods, your commodities, that's going to typically be going the other direction. So so to have a little bit of a position there, that's not a bad thing because if that were to happen and you needed some income during a downturn, you could sell some of those positions because they most likely will have spiked up and such. Find out more at bowenfinancialgroup.com. 
Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Brandon Bowen is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Bowen Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested.